I'm the voice 666, and I do not like you. You're listening to I Do Not Like You, the show about fetish, kink, and perversion, hosted by the voice 666 and featuring Alina Gabosh. Hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. That's right. It's the voice. The voice 666 from kinkymp3files.com. And today, today, we talk forced feminization with the Empress of Kink. Am I speaking to the Empress of Kink? You are speaking to the Empress of Kink. That's oh, right. That's so convenient for me. So, uh, uh, my name is Dan Kemos. I'm the, the voice 666. This is the I Do Not Like You radio show. And uh, your name for the record, darling? Alina Gabosh. Wait a minute, Alina Gabosh, you're the you're the beautiful lass that runs that giant club for kinky people, aren't you? I do, the Center for Sex Positive Culture. Oh, that's so so stimulating, so exciting. So, uh, so I'm on an exploration today. Can I ask you a couple of leading questions and see if you can help me out? Of course. All right. So, uh, so correct me if I'm wrong. You're knowledgeable. You know some things about. Uh, consensual, non-consensual place. So basically giving up control and letting somebody take you wherever it is they may take you, right? Absolutely, yes. Okay. And then uh, you're also familiar with uh, feminization, like people who are into sissy play, who are into cross-dressing, oh, you know, yes. know some trannies, that sort of thing. Um, uh-huh. any, any background in like... Uh, uh, forced feminization, anything like, you know, where somebody wants to be made, in, or like, not wants to be, but how about kind of wants to be made into a sissy? Any background <laughs> on that? or? Well, um, I personally um, do not, have not indulged in that, but I have plenty of friends who have. Perfect. And uh, both those who have done the forcing and those who um, like to be forced. Nice. And when we talk about being forced, It, it really does fall into the consensual, non-consensual realm where um, the person gives up their consent consensually. And I know that sounds very kind of uh, convoluted, um, which means that there is a certain amount of negotiation that has to happen beforehand. Um, right. So, you know, so in a consensual, non-consensual gig, I mean, in the bare bones of it, like in a true all the way consensual, non-consensual gig, if you put those words together, that would mean you could do anything to me, right? I mean, in a, in, if it was truly founded that way, are there, do people do a gig like that? Is there ever a gig like that? It, it's called total power exchange. Okay. And while um, there will be some people that will disagree with me when I talk about it this way, but while it sounds really good on paper, the reality is, is that it's still a big part of a fantasy realm. Sure. Because since we do not have legal slavery in this in this uh, in this country we live in, people can always get up and walk away, and so you can always remove consent. However, that said, it's really um, common for people to enter into owner-slave relationships where they give up day-to-day control of their lives, knowing knowing full well, no matter what they might say in public, that they can always walk away from that. In other words, you can't. In fact, there was a guy who had a consensual, non-consensual relationship with his wife, and when she left him, he went and drug her back, and he went to jail for kidnapping. So, sure. <laughs> sure. So there's, there's, there's that kind of, I mean, you can take it to whatever degree you want, but most people who get into consensual, non-consensual play 
they understand that this is um, basically giving up as much power as they can give up. And usually it's done with uh, only people that you trust. I mean, in fact, if somebody turned into a, did a conceptual, non-conceptual relationship with somebody they just met, you could put yourself in some danger. So you need to know the person, get to know them a bit. And then basically it's like, okay, I give up the right to safe word. I give up the right to have any control over what you do to me. Um, I am yours. That's a total power exchange. Ever that gone there? Said, uh, if I know, I would never go there. I don't give up my rights to anybody. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. sure. But, you... but I, but I have, but I do. I have played pretty heavy, and I've done. Now there's modified consensual, non-consensual things where you give a, a series of like this is the framework, such as forced feminization, for example. Okay. You can say, I'm going to consent to you to do anything in that realm, and I have no say in how you do what you do to me. How you know how big you make my tits, uh, what you do with my hair, my makeup, where you trade me around, that kind of thing. Um, that is something that a lot of people will do. That and I, I dabbled with it in small, small areas, such as sure, sure. you know giving up, giving up the the right to uh, say no. Or I've given up my safe word to partners um, for specific themes, but not for not for good. Right, um, right, right. And that's just me. Every, everybody does this differently. Well, and I think it's fair to say that that so one of the things that I'm pursuing, so I have a complex session coming up over the weekend. As you know, I do a little bit of work here and a little bit of work there. And one of the things that I enjoy doing is uh, occasionally dabbling in the art form because, again, there's something about tangibility, right? And per personally, I love that. You know, so so my own kink, for those of you who don't know, is taking whatever anybody else's kink is and compounding it and making it worse. So, <laughs> you know, if you're hung up on boots, then I like making your boot fetish more. If you want to be made a girl a little bit, then I like making you a girl a lot. You know, that whole thing. So, you know, that whole first penis in the mouth routine, that whole it's so it's so tricky personally, because, again, to me, femininity, uh, the, the state of goddess is something to be worshipped. And then, mm -hmm. you know, the, the complexity of feminization for a lad so often being tied to humiliation. But again, I don't think of the lads that I make do these things. You know, they're not, you know, this is not becoming a goddess. This is becoming a tramp, no. right? You know, so, so... Okay, so now... Yeah, usually it, it, it ends up in the realm of, you know, you dirty little slut, you know, you're such a yes. little whore. Playing with playing with not just forced feminization, but humiliation. Yes. Um, dealing with, with... And humiliation play is something that lots and lots of people get into. And and when you're dealing with that, then, then it comes into a whole different realm than creating the goddess. Yes, yes. And the mindfuckery of, again, you know, because... Uh, there's some humiliation, right, that's spot on and hits the button and works so good. And then there's other humiliation that it's it's very easy to tread a red line, to do all of the things that go with. So, you know, again, this, this concept of consensual, non-consensual built within mm -hmm. some, some form of a framework, and then the recognition that in that kind of play, you know, that's a contact sport, right? I mean... Yeah. there's going to be some moments where the individual on the other side of the line saying, I've given up control, 
most likely is going to find themselves saying, motherfucker, you know? What the hell did I do? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, and so, that's part of the heat, though, is giving up that, giving up the control and realizing that you've, you've actually done it. You gave up control. Now what? Right. You know, do I acquiesce S and go along quietly? Do I fight back? And all of those are good are options and um, and can be quite fun. Fighting sure. back can be hot and sexy. Sure. So now, um, sissies and and uh, trannies and and we'll say boys, you know, we'll say all the way to impersonators, etc. Much traffic like that around the 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 center. Many experiences personally with regards to people well, that that free. Well, we have a variety of different kinds of people. So, so you use the word trannies, and that's that's really not um, uh, that's that's probably not an acceptable term around here. Got it. Because okay. that's that's that 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 term is, has more of a pejorative sound to it. Got it. Where we have transsexual members, we have people who are transsexuals, but we have people who play with um, gender. Um, yes. Some of it uh, by cross-dressing, some by forced feminization. Uh, we do a, a femdom tea here once once a month on a Sunday, uh, the second Sunday of the month, where um, it's mostly men who do the service, and they serve us wonderful goddesses, of course. And uh, a lot of the men will uh, come in high heels and come in um, in aprons and nothing else, and or panties and high heels, makeup or not makeup. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they do it willingly, but sometimes they do it at the behest of their mistress who brings them. And uh, and you can always tell the difference. The people who do it willingly are they stand up straight and tall, and they're all very happy about it. And then the the guy who's been forced into it, he's looking a little bit uh, sad and oh, a little embarrassed, and doesn't really want all the guys to see him in his pretty little panties. Um, which I always find that kind of amusing. A little preco- precocious and coy. Uh, coy, that's the word. Yes, coy. Nice. nice. Yeah. Oh, you know the uh, uh, personally as a large lad, you know I've always had the 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 kinky masturbation fantasy of that forced feminization thing, but boy, you start throwing me in panties and a and a bra, <laughs> and I look like a, you know a six foot three uh, ape man who's wearing panties and a bra, and it just it's not the same. It's pretty funny. It's so I have now, to say that's kind of scary. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's like, oh, that's the mean-ass-looking girly man. So uh, <laughs> so now, with regards to uh, the nature of somebody who's comfortable with gender play, I mean, I know from your, your background with regards to coaching and such, I would uh, assume that, at least to me, that's healthy, and I would think that actually – most people would probably benefit from it, but few people cop to it. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think that I think we we get kind of confused about gender at times, and and we we have this idea that we're all just one gender, or one gender or the other, whether male or female, and being able to play with with gender and experience the different uh, permutations of of gender play can be really liberating. It can give you a, a, uh, an access to things that you may never have thought about and dealing with, with your relationships with your partners, uh, with your relationship with yourself. It can also give you an opportunity to kind of see how the, the other side feels or, 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 or deals with, with life. Um, 
if you, if someone was to dress you up where you passed as a woman, and if you're a man, and you go out and spend some time out there in the big wide wide world, you might you know you think that's goddesses have it made, but you might realize that eh, it's not always so easy to be sure. a goddess. Sure. There's a lot of responsibility. Well, and, <laughs> and I would imagine in certain places, for instance, I would imagine in a space like the center, you could actually be a non-passable lout in a skirt and probably get the approximation of, you know, 80% of the folks are going to treat you like a girly. That's you know, right. You know, we have it, a really it, wonderful group of people here well, who would totally, you know, you'll be, you'll be the, the little tart of the community. Wow. So yeah. um, if it works for you, what I'm going to do is I'm going to dial you back in a minute and we'll um, I want to pick up on the theme of, um, again, we'll say the the nature of the fantasy relative to reality and some things along those lines. We'll spend maybe another 10 minutes and close the show. Does that work? Sounds like a plan. Perfect. I'll be right back, darling. All right, dear. You're listening to I Do Not Like You. The show about applied discipline, hosted by the voice 666 of kinkymp3files.com. And featuring the wisdom of Alina Gabosh from the Center for Sex Positive Culture. All right, let's pick it up. We're talking to Alina about forced feminization on I Do Not Like You. Incredibly fast sometimes with the things that I do, and by the way, it was good for me. I'm so glad to hear that. Yes, exactly. I'm smiling. So uh, let's see. It is I Do Not Like You. I'm the host, Dan Chemis, a.k.a. The Voice 666. Sweetheart, your name again for the record? Alina Gavash. Oh, you are such a smarty. You know, I've Googled you, and there's lots of amazing information about how smart you are and how nice you are, and that you would take the time to help me uh, delve into some of the kink and fetish stuff is something that I appreciate incredibly. So, I love um, doing it. So now, one of the things that I deal a lot with, so I'm, I'm also the voice from kinkymp3files.com, and one of the things that I deal a lot with are men who, quote-unquote, want to be treated like a girl, but what they really want to hear is, you know, you bitch, you're going to suck my dick, you know, get your balls, or get my balls out there, you know, lick them, you cunt, come on, blah, blah. <laughs> and, I mean, I think it's fair to say that that, that, that most quote-unquote, women would find that somewhat offensive. Would you agree? I would say yes. But right, right. Here's the thing, here's the thing that, that I, I really kind of get, though, is that um, some men who have internalized homophobia, who are afraid to admit that they really want to suck cock, um, the way that they can do it is to be forced to do it. So their whole attitude is that, well, only women suck cock, so I need to be turned into a woman. So sure. that I'm forced to suck cock and then nobody can say anything that I did anything wrong because, you know, I, I was a woman sucking cock, which women are supposed to do. <laughs> right, right, right. And, and the whole thing of I'm not gay. Oh, absolutely. And I'm not gay. Really, right. and, and the thing is that you don't get is that um, you don't have to be gay to suck cock. <laughs> oh, you know, the... Uh... Personally, and I, I'm not sure I've ever told you this. I had a couple of forced buy experiences, and you know, they've one of the things that was very clear to me is I'm I'm not buy, and you know, I mean, I so these days when I work, it's one of those things where all my clients they know, oh, I'm a fucking I'm a you know what I refer to as mostly straight. 
And then, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the the whole thing of again um the, the the mind fuck of the mistress after the experience you know looking for that crack to come in and have some fun with regards to chinking away at your your sense of sexuality there is something mm-hmm. about playing without a safety net that I got to say it does it makes me hard I get a fucking ride hard on with playing without a safety net so now uh your typical sissy relative to someone who is uh you know wants to be more woman relative to sissy we we i mean familiar much with somebody who wants to be the pantified male i mean where's where's that line is there a line yeah well i mean there's a there's a huge like like permeation of of men who want to, and and people who want to play in different areas the um i know guys who are cross dressers who um, are comfortable in their male gender, they identify male, and they love to dress up, go out, be with the girls, uh, be as as, uh, female as they can for the time, with the idea that they're not going to stay that way. It's not something that's that's permanent. And they might play with forced feminization, or they might just go out and and, uh, enjoy being, being feminine with their wife or their girlfriend, uh, or their friends. And then there's some people in our community who um, are struggling with their concept of gender. They um, I, may identify as female, but they have a male body. Um, they're transsexuals, but they haven't been able to step into the world of, of being out either because of work, having children, uh, fear, which is a big thing that stops people a lot from being true to themselves. And so they end up being closeted. And one way that they can experience it a little bit is to play with cross-dressing in a, in a kinky role. And it gives them at least a little bit of a release until they reach a point where they can feel safe coming out and becoming um, the person that they really are. So there's, gender, is, gender is confusing. And it's, there's a lot, and lot, lot of different permeations of what you can do with gender. Uh, you and, know, one of the things I've learned through the club is the – the empathy of the community because of the disparity of the mind twists that, you know, one for one person, it's because they need to be made for somebody else. It's because they want to, but they can't because of their social situation for somebody else. It's, you know, family baggage, blah, blah. And, and what it really is, is the nature of judgment, right? You know, it's, it's all about, I can't have my homie see me in a tennis skirt. You know, it's. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, well, Gosh, now, if I was going to want to get all dolled up, any thoughts on where I might look for, for, like, we'll say quality stuff or, or quality advice or anything like that? You got any vendors or any coaches or anybody you know who, who might help me understand, first, maybe my gender issues, and second, uh, where I might buy some shoes or get a hat or who knows? <laughs> well, we have a lot of... Um... Um, one of the great things is that there's a lot of big girl clothes stores all over the place. Sure. So, uh, and usually our processor guys are big guys. So sure. you can, you know, head off to Torrid or Lane Bryant or these places and, and find clothes. Sometimes it's a little scary to go get dressed up in a straight place, but sometimes that can be a scene too. You know, your girlfriend takes you to Lane Bryant and forces you to try on clothes. 
Um, <laughs> that can be oh, kind of sexy. I think um, I just got but, hard. I think I just got hardy. <laughs> but there's, a, there's an absolute, there's a ton of resources online. Um, there's a wonderful store called the crossdresser.com, and it's a cross-dressing superstore. And okay. it's got lingerie and clothing and all different sizes. Uh, and uh, I, I highly, re- I, I would say that one's a great one. And also crossdresserheaven.com. Nice. And uh, those are two really great places to check out. The center does um, a quarterly event um, that, oh, I can't even, I can't remember the name of it, but it's about, it's, it's really made, it's called One Night Only. And it's, uh, and it's set up for our cross-dressing community and for people who want to try on uh, drag king or drag queen clothes, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, there's also a website um, called lockedinlace.com, L-O-C-K-E-D. I-N-L-A-C-E dot com, which yeah. is about for, that has some stuff about forced feminization in it. Nice. And uh, I suggest that just as something to kind of read and look at. And it talks, it's got some very fun, interesting information about forced feminization. Uh, you know, and, I knew when I was dialing, you know, it's, it's a big setup. It's this whole thing where first to be clear, I do not like you. We're not an encyclopedia. You know, we don't, there's not every page of every kink covered in the show, but we are one hell of a magazine. And, you know, your, I knew that in, in dialoguing with you on topic that we would learn a lot, but I also think it's fair to say, so, so if I was going to, like, let's say I wanted to explore, I could also probably drop in to the monthly tea and actually have oh, yeah. a, you know, a, a wonderful experience, even if I was an out-of-towner where I booked a hotel in Seattle and just dropped in. Because, again, the center, you're not paying for service down there. That's not that kind of gig. It's a straight-up, you know, you're hanging with the like-minded, right? That's right. We're a social organization. And um, if you're not a member of our, organi- of our organization, you can always email me at director at sexpositiveculture.org, and I can arrange for uh, a guest pass to come and check us out. Um, oh. and, uh, the second Sunday of the month is the, uh, Femdom Tea. The, uh, tonight there's a party, which is the fourth Friday of the month called Women on Top. And you'll see cross-dressers there. And, and, uh, it's all about, in fact, I'm going to go and, uh, I'm going to beat on somebody tonight. I haven't decided who, probably a girlfriend of mine, but, oh. um, so there's, I love Women on Top. Oh, and the women on top tonight. And so we have several events, but really almost all of our events, um, our, our kinky events are all uh, cross-dresser comfortable and, and feminized, forced femme comfortable. So nice. if you're interested in this, this is a great place to come and be able to put on the wig, put on the makeup, and step out in that short little cute hot dress and see uh, exactly uh, what kind of people you can attract. And, I got to get me some it. seams, some seam stockings. I need some seam oh, stockings. No, I would like to see you in seam stockings. That would for, make me laugh, actually. For my <laughs> glams, baby. Well, okay. So, uh, darling, you have been extra double informative. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go turn this into a show and put it up on the I Do Not Like You uh, podcast page, and I'll send you a link. But before we do that, let's, uh, gosh, a giant thank you for being the Empress of Kink and such a darling goddess. You are so welcome. Wow. wow. All right. So uh, more to come later. I've probably got some other kinky topics to talk to you about later, but for now, I'll talk to you in a while. Sounds like a plan. All right. Bye-bye. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Hmm. Damn, she is a smart chick, huh? Yeah, yeah.
Alright. Another episode of I Do Not Like You is in the can. Until next time. It's I Do Not Like You, the show about applied discipline. Hosted by Dan Chemis, a.k.a. The Voice 666 of kinkymp3files.com and featuring the wisdom of Alina Gabash from the Center for Sex Positive Culture.